Welcome to the Good Better Best podcast, and I'm your host, Tony Jamie. I'm a business sales trainer and a mindset coach, and what makes me qualified to coach you is my 25 years of experience in coaching sports, education, marketing, business development, and a career in sales. I've also written three books and hosted two radio shows. This is the podcast where you learn to have a win forever, continuous improvement, competitive mindset to develop patterns to market and grow your business and improve all aspects of your life. How do we accomplish this? The Good Better Best podcast studies the most successful businesses and their practices in the world, and then I summarize those concepts for you. Let me show you the proven successful methods that will help you go from good to better and from better to best and beyond. Tony Jamie Baseball Cards was my father's business, my father's business that he started uh, while I was in high school, and we essentially did it together, but uh, make no mistake, I was you know, 17 years old, and my dad was uh, a grown man, it was his baseball card shop, and um, I started learning my, my, my do-better lessons uh, under the tutelage of my dad. And now my dad didn't use the phrase do better or good, better, best or Kaizen or uh, any of the terms that, that I've come to uh, to know and to, to teach. My dad just did it. My dad just lived it. And to my, to my shame, I really didn't even realize what a, what a wealth of, of knowledge that I gained from my father uh, during those two years that I spent uh, really under his wing. And I'm forever grateful. And it wasn't for probably another 15 years after that I realized that I had gained my business sense, my sales skills, and really a lot of of composure because of the time that, uh, that I spent with my dad. And, and so... In Tony Jamie Baseball Cards, what I wanted to do was just kind of take a look at some some real life lessons because maybe you're listening to the podcast or maybe you've you know read my book Do Better or Good Better Best, and you're trying to uh, personalize it to to you. Uh, maybe you have a, a you know a hazardous waste business or you know maybe you're a a physics teacher i don't know you know what your particular uh expertise is but you may be having a difficulty kind of drawing some of the concepts do better kaizen win forever always compete perfect practice good to great press onward fish philosophy goal setting failure is an option it's your ship coach raving fans you know extreme ownership so i wanted to maybe just tell you in 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 my dad's example of his baseball card shop and so that maybe this will help you to identify and find your place uh, with my terms and, and phrases and philosophies my my dad and I we we started a baseball card business uh, when I was in high school and, and it started because you know I had a friend over for for the night and the next morning, I noticed uh, in my top shelf, hidden in the back of my closet, some of my baseball cards were, were on the ground. 
And when I went through the, my boxes and I noticed that there were some cards missing, you know, I went to my dad and I asked my dad, hey, dad, you know, what should I do about this? And my dad not wanting to be confrontational and just kind of thinking, well, I mean, these are just, you know, baseball cards. What's the big deal? Um, you know, what? don't worry. Don't 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 confront your friend. We'll we'll take care of it. Well, it just so happened that a week later there was a baseball card show or convention uh, in our area. And so, you know, my dad and I went to this show. We had no expectations at all. And we walked in and just absolutely fell in love with the industry, with the hobby. Yeah, I mean, there was a room filled with over 200 vendors, 200 people with their tables, selling all kinds of different baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, sports memorabilia, you know, magazines, bats, figures, signed balls, jerseys. Uh, it was a, a sportsman's heaven. And so my dad and I walked in there and and very quickly we became, uh, you know, just just addicted to the habit. And then we realized we needed to uh, make some more money so that we could buy some more cards. And uh, we kind of looked at some of the, the cards that I had and and started thinking to ourselves, well, you know what? <clears throat> Maybe we can start selling some of the cards we don't want in order to purchase cards we do want. And that's really how our business got started. But see, my dad has a a good, better, best mentality. He's always had a do-better, kind of innovative side to himself. And even though we started off very slow and 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 really it was just a, a, a passive hobby, uh, my dad was always, uh, you know, using Kaizen mar- marginal gains and his strategies to to want to do better, you know. And so we would come back from these shows and. You know, we would talk about them and, you know, talk about what we could have done better, talk about what we saw other people doing. We examined ourselves. We examined our the way our table was set up, the cards we brought, the cards we didn't brought. And, and so my dad just had this, hey, look, we'll, we'll just make little fixes every time. Um, you know, my dad had a very, you know, it's your shit mentality. Yes, we were you know, two little guys in this, you know, big convention center with, you know, 200 other people selling. But my dad, you know, he just said, look, this is, these are our, this is our table. And then we later, you know, expanded to two tables, you know, hey, look, this is our ship. This is our space. We're going to do what we need to do to make money within the confines of, of our space. And so one of the things that he did right away was we started bringing uh, sports magazines. Nobody at the time ever brought sports magazines. And my dad used the space below the table um, to maximize his square footage. Most people only used the table itself to display. And so my dad right away, just kind of taking charge of his area, used space in a better way. Uh, my dad's competitive. Uh, my dad's a great baseball coach. And, you know, my always compete mentality came from my dad. And one of the things we would talk about after the show is, is you know what? There's there's a limited amount of money in the room. There's only so many people. They only have so much money. And so he realized right away, hey, look, we're we're competing. We're competing against every single dealer, every single table in that room for the limited amount of money. 
And so my dad, you know, we, we set goals. We had goals for every show to buy. We went to shows to, to make our purchases, to get prices at the best price we possibly could so that we could buy low, not sell high, but buy low and sell profitably quickly. Uh, we would buy at conventions. We went to baseball card shops and we even put ads in the newspapers to buy collections. Our second goal was to sell. You know, we were buying the, these cards, we were buying our product, we were buying our inventory in order for us to sell it. My dad had a had a you know couple philosophies. One of them was, look, we have to move and turn over product quickly. That's how we make money. And so my dad was very keen and and had set these goals to not only buy and sell, but then thirdly to trade. And that is, by the way, the kind of the motto of the hobby: buy, sell, and trade. But my dad you know, kind of ignorantly not knowing any better, just took those three uh, things and said, these are our goals. And so trading was a big part of what we did. We would take a box of cards to every show and it was my job to trade, to trade with people. And as a kid, I was learning how to communicate. I was learning how to negotiate. I was learning the art of sell with adults. And um, I, I didn't even know it. I thought I was just having fun. But you know, my dad also had a fish philosophy. Of course, he didn't name it a fish philosophy. He didn't, you know, have it broken down into, hey, look, you know, fun, being into it, service with a smile, and giving people or having a great experience. But my dad did it. My dad did it in, in his baseball stories. My dad was is a great storyteller. And when people would come to his table, he would talk to him, you know, ask him, who was your favorite player? And talk about games that he saw and think, you know, either on TV or in person. And my dad had great knowledge for players. I mean, almost everybody uh, at a baseball card show has a favorite player and that's the, the, they, they buy by players. And so my dad had a great player knowledge and he would promote players and he would get people excited and talking to them about it so that there was an emotional buy. You know, and then my dad, using that philosophy, like, you know, we we analyzed our customers. We knew regular people that were going to kind of travel around to these conventions throughout Southern California. By the time we got our, our, our shop, my dad knew who his customers were. And we would go out and we would buy and we would trade to improve our stock specifically to sell to our customers because we knew the players they liked because my dad was always talking about them and telling them stories. And so all of it came together. And really what this did for my dad was it produced, you know, a raving fans um, community. My, my people would come and just hang out with us at our table or at our shop, kind of like a a pub except for baseball cards and my dad never advertised all of our business was through word of mouth the only advertising we did was to buy collections not to sell uh, when we first started our shop we were open six days a week eight hours a day by the time we ended we were only open three days a week it was almost by invitation only for our customers we were there to serve our customers so we bought we sold we traded for our customers, we would expand, you know, we had, we had, uh, you know, people who liked Reggie Jackson. And so not only did we carry in stock Reggie Jackson baseball cards, but, you know, we got a Reggie Jackson bat, we got Reggie Jackson autographs, we got, you know, some of the, the, the nuance things of memorabilia, maybe it was a magazine. And so my dad was able to increase his sales 
um, by increasing product line. And so in, in the whole stream of things, um, Tony Jamie's baseball cards, my dad's do better lessons were, were just a great education. I will forever be thankful and grateful for Tony Jamie baseball cards. Well, that concludes today's show. If you like today's episode, then cut and paste this chapter and send it to a friend or please leave a review and be sure to click subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. You can learn more about me by checking out my website, TonyMJamie.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ravensdale Bible Academy, or you can buy Good, Better, Best, the book through Amazon. See you next time.